whatever happened to real change, to thinking big in this city, as we continue talking a little bit about what we can do to make LA a better city, can we pause for a moment to talk about the death of the big idea? You see, I was surfing a city council member's Wikipedia page recently, and it talked about the speed bumps that had put, been put into place, the concrete re street replacement program, uh, some street lamps and moratorium evictions during the pandemic. And all of those are wonderful, don't get me wrong. They're important parts of what we do. Speed bumps are an essential safety tool. Street lamps are important. Moratorium evictions are essential for people who are struggling to hold on to their homes. But these are the basics. Why are we applauding people for doing the bare minimum? Why are we allowing them to applaud themselves in carefully crafted Wikipedia pages? The answer is we should expect more. We need to expect more. A moratorium eviction is the first step. It, we simply don't have any leadership focused on big, groundbreaking ideas. While millions of people are suffering, thousands of people are dying, businesses are closing, the mayor of this city touts a future policy to reduce drone noise. Are you kidding me? What is happening? He's tweeting about replacing a street lamp. Now, don't get me wrong. I love our street crews who do a great job within the limited circumstances that they've been placed into, but we can do more. What happened to the idea of closing the income inequality gap? What happened to the idea of social justice that drew millions of people into the streets not six months ago? What happened to real progress? What happened to real development? If we look at this city, let's take responsible development. If we look at this city and we look at some of the most iconic things to come out in the last 20 years, and there's been a lot of progress with LA Live and The Grove, Grand Park, community, public spaces that had community input. There are some real amazing projects that have gotten through. But for every project that hasn't gotten through, there are 10 that haven't. There's real change in this city that could create a more walkable city, a more diverse city, a more balanced city for resources, for people who live in their local neighborhoods that they need and want. We could solve the grocery desert problem where marginalized communities don't even have access to basic food. We could create more green space. We could create a city that's actually navigable. All of these things are possible. They're big ideas, but they're not impossible. They're actually being done in other cities around the country effectively. But our city council and our mayor and our board of supervisors, our leadership are content to focus on just the bare minimum, giving themselves a pat on the back for a, an eviction moratorium during a pandemic. Give me a break. We can and must do more. Homelessness is careening out of control. The divide between the rich and the poor is growing. And we have two sides who are demanding that we either kill the rich or don't care about the poor. Neither one of those is an option. We actually have real solutions that we can put into place. But we don't have any big thinking. Because big thinking rocks the boat. It exposes people to public criticism and public investment, you, because you have to bear the slings and arrows of listening to people who vehemently disagree with you. And you have to build consensus. You have to go out. You have to engage the community. You have to educate the community. You have to put a proactive effort into engaging people who don't have the time or the energy to be engaged. And all of that is work, and our leaders are lazy because they can stay in office without doing that work. So why do it? 
not to make the city better. They don't care. They've been living off of a government salary for 20 years, and they're going to keep living off a government salary for the next 20 unless we do something about it. And at the end of the day, they'll say they held a community meeting, but who has time to attend a community meeting? People with time on their hands have luxury, and that's not the vast majority of us. A lot of people work all the time just to move forward, just to try to make that leap forward and make a better life for their children. Can you ask really why a single mother of three who lives in a marginalized neighborhood isn't attending a council meeting or a neighborhood council meeting or a public hearing about what she needs in her neighborhood about a new development? She's probably the voice that's most important, who needs some of the development, who also has a vested interest in not being priced out of her neighborhood. And yet we don't create a situation where she can show up and have her voice heard. No, who gets their voice heard is the local neighborhood council president who's been elected on 13 votes and pretends to stand in for the 10,000 people of the neighborhood. She doesn't, or he doesn't, or whoever it is, doesn't. The people of this city have big ideas. They want big, real change, progress forward. Yes, they want speed bumps. Yes, they want clean city streets. We can't even get that right. But they want more. We want a solve to homelessness. We want innovation that drives new businesses, that is headquartered in Los Angeles and employs thousands of people. We should be the Silicon Valley replacement, not Austin or Seattle. We want growth. We want responsible development that allows for affordable housing that everyone can find a home in a neighborhood they want to live in. We want livable and walkable neighborhoods. We want people to invest in their neighborhoods, to want to live and engage with their neighborhoods. We want all of those things. So now we need people to listen to us and we need to speak up. And that's going to be hard because our leaders don't want to listen and they don't want us to speak up. If they did, they would invest in having a public advocate, as other major cities do, whose responsibility is solely being the voice of the people, the people who can't show up. But we don't have an effective office in that front. So I'm going to ask for two things. One, I'm going to ask that we all take just five minutes to think about what we want in our neighborhoods, and we talk about it. Follow me at the world at Craig on Instagram or Twitter and leave a comment. Tell me. I'll compile them all and I'll come back and let's talk about it. And second, I'm going to ask that our leaders of this city, and this will go unheard, but at least the request will be there, that the leaders of our city dedicate a public budget to public education. There's money, and I'm not talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, but we need to educate and engage our public. Their voices are not neighborhood councils who are elected for hobbyists and busybodies, but rather for real, everyday people to have a voice, to know what's happening in their community, and to be engaged. Seems like a worthwhile expenditure to me. I hope to see you online, and I hope to see maybe someone in the city grow a conscience and develop a budget for public engagement. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to The World According to Craig. I hope I wasn't too offensive, and if I was, I apologize, so please don't dox me. And if you're not doxing me, please follow the world at Craig, which stands for according to, but also seems like how people are going to attack me after I do this episode. 